privilege to be here. Thank you to the elders for trusting Craig. <laughs> um, but um, it is a privilege to share the word and in some way um, participate in what the Lord is doing here. Clearly he's doing something. It's a wonderful sense of the presence of the Lord is, um, just worshipping with you. And um, could have carried on. I was just happy to just sit and just enjoy being with you. So, um, yeah, I, um, I, it's been a blessing to know Craig and Kelly. Both Craig and I believe that true spirituality is having more hair on your chin than on the top of your head. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, come on. And uh, I'm glad to see so many of us here of that. <laughs> but um, the, the Lord laid on my heart to um, just spend some time in John 14. So if you have your Bibles, if you'd like to turn from it and uh, turn to it rather. I must say I was very encouraged by your prayer. It just stirred me. And I'm, I might get a bit emotional, so I do apologise. Um, but it was encouraging because I think that's what God wants to speak about, what you prayed, or at least what I heard through your prayer. Sometimes we hear different things, don't we? So, um, But I, I, I just really, what I'm hopefully we will come to at the end of this is, is God wants to do greater works through his church. Um, that's in John 14. You know, greater works will you do because I go to the Father. And I think God wants to do greater works through you as a church. Um, and th so that's really what I'm going to say. Shall, I, shall we just stop and sing? <laughs> you know, uh, this man prayed it, you know, um, but praise God. But anyway, we ought to... Um, at least know whether that's biblical. Amen? Um, so let's read John chapter um, 14. I'm just going to read 1 to 12. I'm going to leave verse 13 um, to Matt, isn't it, on the key? Matt's going to expound that later. Um, that's a hard one. That's why I've skipped that one. Um, it says this, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, or your margin must say, You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. So we just pray. Father, it's your word. We believe in the power of your word, made alive by your spirit. And we pray, Lord, that you would just bring these words alive to our hearts. Lord, we thank you that you have come to make yourself known, Lord, to us. And we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
I want to just, um, if, if you've got your Bibles in front of you, hopefully you can see this passage because I want to just um, maybe just give you a bit of the structure that I'm seeing here. Um, and it, so it starts off where Jesus is saying, I'm going away. I'm going to the Father. Um, and then he's, there's this discussion, it's, uh, well, how do we get there? Who, you know, where are we going? And Jesus makes this very famous statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he talks about the Father. And he's saying, you know, um, the Father dwells in me and does his works through me. If you're looking at me, you see the Father. So he starts talking about the works of the Father. And then um, he says, and uh, these words that I say to you, God is working through me. And then he says, uh, because I go to the Father... You're going to do greater things. So I'm going to the Father. Because I'm going to the Father, you are going to do greater things. So I'm trying to like simplify it down, just to hopefully if it will help you. Um, but so and this passage is this last. I think they call it the departure discourse. But it was a part of this whole conversation Jesus had with his disciples before he was going. He was speaking into their lives, and we. We see the, um, uh, the high priestly prayer in 17. In chapter 14, which we won't go into, but the rest of chapter 14, he teaches about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to come. Um, and then uh, chapter 15, about the vine, about being rooted in the Lord. or um, All these things, I'm sure you, uh, many of you will know. So this is a quite an important conversation. He's preparing them. He's saying, I'm going away. I shall return. Um, but there is something going on here about the work of God. So uh, hopefully that will give us a little bit of a kind of a, a structure as to where I'm going this morning. And so he says this, I go and prepare a place for you. You know the way to where I'm going. And Thomas, who says, was bold enough to say, because I'm sure everyone else is thinking, what on earth is he talking about? How do we get there? What is this way? Where are you going? He said, I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Something that probably in today's culture people don't like the sound of when you, when you talk about Jesus is the only way to the Father. That is absolute truth. And um, what does that mean? It, says, it means really not that Jesus is the set of directions. It's not that he is, um, if he's the moral code. Um, that we have to live by. He's not a, he's not, it's not a secret doctrine that you have to know about Jesus. It is the person of Jesus yeah. is the way. Um, I say to people, whenever they ask me, because I don't know, if you talk to people who don't know the Lord, who don't really know much about Christianity, they automatically assume that we, we are working on being good enough to get to heaven. And I say, do you know the saying, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. I know the man on the door. Yeah. You want to get into a place. If you know the man on the door, you're getting in. Um, for all you who pubbers here, I'm not me. I think, is that what you do? You just know the guy on the, I can see. Yeah. Um, but it's the person of Jesus. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And do you know Jesus? And when you're visiting at church, I don't know anyone here uh, where you are at with the Lord. But I'll tell you something. The whole, if you like, uh, let me not be too general. One of the most wonderful things about the Christian faith is the knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's the knowing of Jesus Christ. It's the person of Jesus Christ. It's him. It's him that I want to know. And, and the, the thought that there might be people 
in my church, in your church, that are sitting through the activities of church life and don't know Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I don't know this brother here, but I got a sense, it stirred my knowing of Jesus. I felt like he, I don't know you, so I, I may drink away. I don't think I am. But I feel like this man, I mean, what's your name, bro? John. John. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Lord. Um, I feel like when you hear, it's like, I, I feel you know, you know Jesus, don't you? You know, it's that knowing. He is the way. If you know him, you're in. Yeah. And the other thing which is interesting, and you can find all these things, you know, there are many ways, roads to heaven. Um, people dig out the old Oprah thing, you know, on YouTube. You know, she said there's many ways that, you know, Jesus isn't the only way, and they pick on Oprah, and I don't know whether she still believes that. But the problem is, people think that the, the faith and God is about our journey to God. It's not. It's about his journey to us, isn't it? He came down to die for us. He came down and he took me out the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock. There was no way we can climb up there. And that is wonderful. That's the gospel. You know, the, one of the most frightening verses in the Bible, whether you agree with me, Matthew 7, 22, he says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not regularly come to church um, and, and worship and sing? Did we not put the chairs out when we were asked uh, in your name. He said, depart me, for I never knew you. Yeah. Man alive. But that's, that's the fear end of it. But the joy end is, what a treasure to know Jesus. And these guys, they would sit with Jesus and walk with Jesus and know Jesus. And, but so do we now, by the Spirit. We can know Jesus. And so, that's, I think, you know, when we're thinking about the way, it's him. You know, it's, we are not trying to find our way to him. He's come to us, and we will be with him for eternity. So there are not many ways to God. And that might sound uh, restrictive, but actually I think it's this. You know, if there's many ways to God, how do you know if you've got the right way? How do you know that you're doing it right? How do you know whether it all balances out in the end and that your good things will be greater than your bad things? But when it's in this one, you know, forgive this kind of language, package of Jesus, yeah. it's complete in him. Yeah. If, it's, if it's about what I know, if it's some kind of Gnostic, you know, kind of religion kind of thought thing, you know, it's all about knowledge and whether I know enough stuff. Well, what if I don't know enough stuff? But if it's about knowing him, that's freedom. There's a, there's a release there. That's accessible to every single person on the planet. Um, I forgot what time I started, so just <laughs> cut the mic when it's time to um, It's available to, it's perfect, it's, and it's perfect in its provision for imperfect perfect people, it's complete. He is the way, and this is what Jesus is saying to him, this incredible thing. And then he says, I am the truth. He's not the carrier of knowledge, he's not the teacher, of, or just the teacher of truth, but he is, and this I got from a, a, a um, commentary, it sounds like this. The authoritative representative and revealer of God. You know, they didn't realise that they would sit around the table and look, Neil, isn't it? Look, imagine Neil's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It's Jesus in it. And they're looking at his face and he's saying to them, if you see me, you've seen the Father. That's truth. Personified uh, Hebrews, isn't it? it, says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. He is the plumb line. If people know what a plumb line is, I was going to, I forgot 
get one. It's a piece of string with a weight on it, and, you, and if you're doing some kind of DIY, you want a line. It's all lasers now, but you'll put it up there, um, and you'll be able to get a nice line. It's, everything is measured by that line. He is, he is the truth. And the truth, absolute truth, is under attack in today's society, isn't it? Particularly after postmodernism or whatever we are now, post-postmodernism or whatever people are calling it now. But it's um, to be able to say there is the truth, and he is a person. He is a person, and his name is Jesus. He is the word made flesh, and it says the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory as the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. There he was there. The word, logos. Um, I'm sure we could go. Jesus said, John 5.39, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me, the truth of this word um, reveals Christ. Um, I know, I know this, you know this, um, just in case this one person doesn't. Um, I love this verse, Luke 24, 44. These are the words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, the Psalms, must be fulfilled. Jesus, written about in the Old Testament. It's about him, because the word in Scripture the word of God put into this form of scripture. This isn't Jesus, we know that. But it's but put down for our learning in order to know the truth and live in the truth. Jesus is the truth. Am I going too fast? I feel like I'm speeding up. <laughs> just just go, wee. And then we're... Um, the word. You know, there are people that are... Uh, they, they say they're Christians, but they're, they do this thing called deconstructing theology or deconstructing the Bible. Even saying that... Blessing, Paul is had that revelation up to that point, but he didn't have the full revelation, and because we have progressed, we can have an even fuller um, uh, revelation. And it's, it's particularly put under the bracket of progressive Christianity, I don't know if many of you have looked into this. It is dangerous, because it is denying the absolute truth of God in Christ that has been delivered to us through the Scriptures. And I believe that the Scriptures need to be interpreted correctly. Um, but, as led by the Holy Spirit, but as soon as you start to deny um, some of the... I, I, I won't go into it, but you can look into that. Or ask Craig, he'll tell you afterwards. Um, but he is the truth, solid, unchanging, rock of ages, truth. And he says he is the life. And it's, you know, for those who come to God through the way which is Christ... Um, come into, into eternal life. Amen? Amen? But this life is also, it says, when it talks about life, often in the New Testament, and John and Jesus talks like this in John 6.63, it is the Spirit who gives life. And this is in the context of about the flesh profits nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. And at the end, the saying, we won't go into it now, but you can read it, he teaches about the Holy Spirit because there is no way anyone can live the Christian life except by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we need that life. And Jesus is saying, I am the life. That life that is flowing through the Spirit into our lives and out through our lives. So we, we see this declaration. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. This is me. And then we, we move into this, um, this next pass in the passage. Um, I close my Bible. 
talking about this way, and then he says about the works of the Father. And so I'm thinking, well, what relation is there to this wonderful declaration of this great I am of God, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then he's talking about the works of the Father. Because, and he makes this point, which I'll just pick out here. John 14, verse 10. Uh, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. He says, believe me, if you don't believe me, just look at the works. But he's saying, the Father is doing the works through Jesus. Now, I would have naturally just thought it was Jesus that does the work by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, I guess, you know, you could be splitting hairs. But I think this is important. He's saying, the Father is working through me. He was a vessel unto God to be a minister of God when he was in that human body. And then he says, if you go on to um, chapter 15, verse 17. Sorry, chapter 14, verse 15 to 17. So I'm just jumping ahead. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells within you. And just further on in verse 23, he says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. You see, there's a pattern. Father in Christ, working out the way, the truth, the life, through Christ, the Father in Christ. And then he says, then there will become a time where you will do greater works because I will go to the Father and we will come by the Holy Spirit and like the Father dwell in the Son, we are going to dwell in you. So this is the pattern he's, he's showing, this dwelling, this pattern of him dwelling. Um, I read this, this was, this was interesting, because again, if you go to, we won't go to it, but you look in the high priestly prayer he and look at how many times he says, Send, send, send me, send you, send. He, Jesus was sent of the Father, wasn't he? Um, but this, in what we read here, was really was that, that God, the Father, was himself on a divine mission in the life of his Son to do great and mighty works. And again, this is, this is I think it's just lovely language, personally, but it builds this pattern, this picture, that... God's intention is that that pattern in Christ is the pattern he has with us. Yeah. Now, I know we could just talk about being filled with the Spirit of things, but I think there's something, I just maybe the Lord, this will help people um, because the Lord's put this on my heart, but, but there's something powerful here about the way, the truth, and the life and how it relates to God's indwelling us because we need to see these things expressed through us. We need to see the works of the Father through us, don't we? We need this, this community that you live in. At Elton needs it. Needs God to be working in their lives. And, uh, and here's a verse for you. John 8, verse 12. Jesus said, 
Um, I am, number I am, I am the light of the world. Remember that? Yeah. Wonderful. Do you know what he says in, I can remember the verse if you know it, um, Matthew 5, 14. You are the light of the world. It's the pattern. I'm the light of the world, now you are the light of the world. And then they go on and say, don't hide your, you know, do all these good works that people may sing, glorify Father in heaven, I'm paraphrasing. You know, don't hide the light under the bushel. You are the light. You are me. I am the vessel of God. And this is what stirred me up by your prayer. To, to be serving God in the community, in our families, in our churches. But it's this, these way, truth and the life. And let's just look at that. And let's just think about that in a way. See, it's not that we become the way. But you may be, John, someone's only hope to know the way of Jesus. Um, Bill Hybels, I know he's um, not in favour in these days, but way back when I started in church leadership, he had this saying, he said, the local church is the only hope of the world. And that really inspired me. And he wasn't saying that Jesus is, he was saying Jesus works through the church. It's greater things because instead of one man being there on the earth, walking around, there's a whole millions and billions of Christians on the earth who are allowing God to dwell in them and work through them and be the way to their neighbours. Can you imagine? Can I just say, I might, I might be, so you may have to disagree with that, there are two, there are not enough empty chairs in this church. Do you understand what I mean by that? Am I being provocative? There's, there's people need to come in. Well, they could come in and they've got nowhere to sit. That's it, I'll leave that for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going this afternoon, so. <laughs> but I just felt, I just thought, wow, this is wonderful. Just this, especially after COVID, just being in a room, packed singing, it's wonderful. But I think people need some room yeah. for God to add to you, yeah. people that are being saved. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I get a bit excited sometimes. But we haven't been replaced by Christ, we have been inhabited by and so, listen, the world needs Christ. Christ has sent the church. Just as Christ, in Christ, God was working. God the Father intends to work you. That's why greater works. That's why Jesus had to go to the Father. That's why they sent the Holy Spirit. That's why they indwelt us. And, and maybe the Lord is just wanting to remind you um, and encourage you this morning that maybe you're, the way in which people can find Jesus, that one way is through your testimony. Maybe it's through the reality of your authentic life, not your perfectionism, but your just your authentic life when you're struggling, and maybe you're sharing with your friends. You know what? I really struggled, and I and I asked my church to pray, and God moved, and you know, and, and I just felt the joy of the Lord again. I don't know, whatever. Through your example, uh, aren't we supposed to be examples? Through our lifestyle, through our love and care, people will will see Christ. Just as those disciples stood. Across from this gentleman here, what's your name, Matt? Matt. Uh, just John and Matt's and stuff in here, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and Neil. <laughs> Looking at, sitting across, and, and what they don't realise, just like the disciples didn't realise, like Philip, he said, Show me the Father. This gentleman here shows Christ. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now, it doesn't mean that he has to live perfect, because such is the grace of God and such is sanctification, and uh, you know, as we grow in the Lord. But, are we confident? Do you know that you carry Christ in you wherever you go? Yeah. And you can sit across from someone in, on, in your workplace or on the bus 
And you can be Christ to them. Yeah. And I know, you know, what is, what is that? How do we work that out? What do we do with sad and things? But let's just get that reality. Yeah. Um, are we all right on time, Kate? Yeah. I'm, nearly, I'm nearly coming down to land. <laughs> what about truth? Sharing the word. Do you know what I believe? I believe that when we share the gospel truth, something happens in the heavenlies that's powerful. When we take this word, this word always, when it's, when it's done with the right part, because people have read this word and have got scholars, haven't they, and they don't know Jesus, but we can take that. You know, I'm thinking, let your hearts, let not your hearts be troubled, believe in God, or you believe in God, believe also in me. It's like, Lord, I'm reading that, and the Spirit is coming along with that. I remember, I don't know who it was, it said, it's like the, the word of God, like a, like a, this flame, this, and the Spirit comes, and it just, and it just magnified. I've been saying, I've been saying it there, didn't I? It just, it just, um, it's like some kind of reaction in our hearts. The ministry of the Holy Spirit, and you hear that, and you read that, and Lord, Lord, will you let that not just come in here, but minister into my soul? I believe that about the Word of God. It's not just up here. It ministers to us, and you can be the minister of the Word of God, sharing the gospel, living out the way of truth. And the third thing, life, like your worship. When people come in here and they, and they you know, you talk, you've prayed so much um, about the joy. I don't think people in the world really understand joy. They understand what being happy is and having a laugh, but there's a joy in the midst of tragedy. That's, that is something, us as churches, when people come in, they come into the times of worship like we had this morning and they can taste joy. We had someone in the lady, a lady come in the, uh, the other week who in the worship time, she was just set free. And what it was, there was a couple of ladies who just opened up their heart to the Lord. One lady just cried out to the Lord because in in her trouble. And another another young girl just started singing a song. And and you could tell just something was moving by the Spirit. There was life occurring. And, and, you know, it was just wonderful. And, And that's really my heart. Just when people get into the church, it's like, they, they're, they're, it's contagious. Yeah. You know, it's contagious. Isn't it? Yeah. So we're being open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I, that's what I was encouraged. When, when you're, uh, you know, prepared to pray, I don't know what you do pray. I mean, sometimes we prepare and think through what we're going to do. Sometimes we just wing it. I don't know if you want to wing it. Fit a boat. <laughs> but boat in both ways, the Spirit is preparing hearts. And, yeah. you know, and I think the Spirit just came and... I just took, I'll knock you down later, it's all right, I'll say something. <laughs> <laughs> but the Spirit just comes along as you're speaking, and then your heart's been inspired, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can ask stories of my wife, she'll tell you many stories of when she would be in supermarkets just chatting to people and saying, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole other realm of being led of the Spirit that I haven't moved into. But I understand when you're in a meeting and you just something, you hear something, something sparks off in you I know and what encouraged me the most is that I was struggling over what I was speaking on and this guy just when the Lord just calmed my heart said listening to what God is saying to you praying for people as led by the Holy Spirit operating in the gifts of the Spirit you know this is what the life part is this is this wagering life operating through us as you know as we are wherever we are but this is the challenge, and I'm, I will be finishing soon. 
Yeah, aber danke. Um, you've got to be in the truth. You've got to be in the light. And there's got to be an expression out. That's my way bit. I'll really kind of push that in there. But you've got to get in the word. That's why I'm, I'm an evangelical. I believe fundamentally in the word of God. It is the authority. Um, that's why I'm an evangelical. But you've also got to embrace the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I'm a charismatic with a Bible belt. <laughs> you can use that. Um, and the way, living out a life for God. Holiness. Our church in Elton comes from a holiness movement. Um, we, you know, and there are, there are some really important uh, doctrines to, to learn about holiness, but the life, this grace fueled holy life, yeah. we're separated out unto God. Yeah. You are not your own. Mm. You're not. Mm. You're God's. Yeah. That's, that's what holy is set apart. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and some people I know that have um, been willing for the Lord to take them, it's incredible. Um, so you've got to embrace the Word, embrace the Holy Spirit. If you're, if if you're in the word, don't neglect the spirit. If you're in the spirit, be founded in the word. Yeah. Um, I, again, these are maybe big things, but maybe just to end with this, if the worship band want to come up. But I want to, I want to one, encourage you that God intends and has always intended the church to do greater works. That's you. That's me. Yeah. Don't look to the person next to you. That's you. God wants to use you. And the willingness is saying, yes, Lord, here I am. Much like we heard pray. But God will do it by his Holy Spirit. And there's a verse that I haven't mentioned, which is in my notes. I don't know why I didn't get to it. One of my favourite verses, and it says this. It says, it says um, <laughs> for it is God who works in you. No, go back. Work out your salvation, fear and trembling. Yeah. For it is God who works in you to will and to do of his great pleasure. Yeah. Yeah? God works it in. To will and to do of his good pleasure. you just got to work it out. Yeah. Work it out, work it. That's not salvation works. That's express it. Step out in faith. Believe it. Believe that God is working in you to do great and marvellous things. And who knows, maybe even your trip home or your walk or when you're on a bus or whatever it is, the Lord will start to just bring things into your path. Yeah. Amen. Can I pray and then, yeah. Father, I just want to thank you for this church. I want to thank you for the witness of your Holy Spirit in this place. I want to thank you for these lovely people. I want to thank you, Lord, for their hearts for you. Lord, to, to, to be yours, to honour you, to worship you, to live for you. Lord, I just want to pray just for that you might come by your Holy Spirit and inspire hearts to know what you are going to do through them. Lord, because that was your intention. Lord, if there's any here that does not know you, Lord, I pray, Father, that they may know that they are in the right place to find you this morning. They don't have to journey somewhere. They don't have to be better at who they are, but they just have to come to you and put their faith in you because you are the way. Lord, that they may know you. So, Lord, I want to pray that as we sing, that you may just speak to hearts and confirm your word. In Jesus' name, amen.